Everybody and welcome to Vegan Snack Attack. I am still in Austin, Texas, and I am sitting down with Celeste of Celeste's Best. And uh, Celeste is uh, makes a lot of baked goods, distributes to a lot of places, and sells uh, cookie dough, which I'm, I'm staring at a package of it right now. So uh, thank you for joining me, Celeste. Oh well, thank you for having me. Uh, how long have you lived here in Austin? Gosh, I've been in Austin for probably about 16 years. I tried to move away once or twice, but I think you'll find people who move away from Austin always end up coming back. Pulls you back. Pulls yeah, you right back in. sucked in. Uh -huh. And uh, I can tell by your tattoo that you're vegan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got the vegan tattoo. It's... All right, that's good. That's how you know it's a for life thing. Yeah, I'm hardcore like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, so how long have you been vegan? I have been vegan for 16 years now. It's hard to even remember. I was vegetarian for almost 10 years before that, so it all seemed, it all kind of blends together in my head. Where did you live before you came here to Austin? I'm from New Orleans, and then I spent some years in San Antonio, and that's where I became vegetarian, and then I moved to Austin pretty much the day after I graduated high school. Oh, very cool. So how long were you in San Antonio while you were vegetarian? About... Four or five years. I, I could have done the math in my head, but I decided not I, to. You know what? It's longer than that. Now that I think about it, I was 11 when I became a vegetarian, so <laughs> my math is off. So you were you were really young when you became vegetarian. Um, so you probably didn't know too much about like any vegetarian scene out in San Antonio. Um, there was none in San Antonio. San Antonio was awful back then. Now it's way better. What what is the scene out there like right now? They've got all sorts of great restaurants that have opened. Which when I was around, when I was a kid, there was nothing. I was eating beans with lard in them unknowingly for years. <laughs> I had no idea. Right. But now it's it's definitely, and they have a really great group called Voice for Animals. That's, oh, very cool. Yeah, they're a really good animal rights group there. Yeah, and this is something that I've been talking about with a lot of people is just how Texas is not known as being a vegetarian-friendly place. You know, you think Texas, you think barbecue and chili. Uh, you know, things like that where uh, it's not very common to see things like uh, tofu or seitan. Um, but things We're have certainly there. changed. Yeah, my, my partner works at Texas Monthly, and uh, Texas Monthly has a business that's all barbecue it's like their biggest issue of the year and they have a big barbecue festival and he has to get like he's kind of a closeted vegan <laughs> oh really you know yeah uh, it's that's always a, a conflict when you have a job where your uh, ethics are questioned and you know but what are you gonna do you need to be able to survive somehow yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so how did you get started doing Celeste Best um, I started I've been running Celeste Best for about 11 years and um, I started because I had become vegan and I was really frustrated that the only um, vegan stuff that I could find out there, if there wasn't any at all, was really gross. It was, <laughs> I mean, some people, I'm sure, enjoy desserts that are not sweetened with any sugar and that are made with whole wheat flour and rice syrup and stuff like that and I'm sure they have their place but it was just really frustrating not to be able to find a cookie or a piece of cake that tasted like a cookie or a piece of cake that 
people are used to, you know, and I thought, I didn't have really any baking experience, but I thought, surely it cannot be so hard to make a cake, you know, and so um, it kind of just started by accident. I, I had a friend that owned a coffee shop. I started making stuff for them. Another coffee shop heard about it and they wanted some and then before I knew it I had more accounts than I could handle and that was 11 years ago and now I'm sort of trying to get away from making their ready to eat stuff like the cakes and the cupcakes and more into the manufacturing and now it's great because there are people like Capital City and I mean like there was nothing when I started right. you could not find a tasty vegan snack and anywhere <laughs> and Austin is like a really great city but it was all health food which is awesome right, right. but I was looking to do something different a niche that wasn't being filled, I think. You know, especially because I purposefully in my materials, like most of my stuff, I keep the word vegan pretty small. Right. Because I'm also marketing to people who have maybe never even heard the word vegan. Sure. People with lactose intolerant, egg allergies, and a lot of my customers, especially with the cupcakes, I get people whose kids are allergic to eggs and they're just like, I don't know what to do, you know? And mm -hmm. I, I tell them it's not so hard, they can do it. But in the meanwhile, they're ordering from me and people like Kristen, which is good, I guess, for business. Yeah, uh, and I I think I'll be putting this episode out after I put up the one for Capital City, uh, which, um, you I mean, you guys are all very close, it seems. And uh, even though Capital City's new, they're doing something still a little bit different than you are. Uh, you know, with their storefront, well, their trailer and all that kind of stuff. But uh, it's great. The sense of community here it just blows me away. Um, I think that especially since it's Texas, I'm even more impressed, although Austin is definitely known as a more progressive city. Yeah. Uh, so you started this, and it just kind of grew little by little. And um, do, you, do you see yourself maybe doing some sort of storefront, or are you just all about the distribution to the different restaurants and, and suppliers? Um, no, I really, really do not ever want a storefront, which is why it's one of the, that's one of the reasons why I don't have any sense of competition with people like Capital City or Sugar Tooth. Like, I think it's awesome that they have storefronts. I've never wanted that. Um, I've wanted to do the manufacturing part. Um, now that people like that exist, they can... I've sort of been sending a lot of business, Kristen, to Capital City um, because, as I said, I'm trying to get away from making ready-to-eat stuff, which includes like cake, cupcakes and cakes. And uh, my future is in ready-to-bake stuff. I'd like everything that's available in your supermarket in a non-vegan form, I would like to produce in a vegan form. Uh, right now I just have cookie dough, but I'd like to do tea breads, cake mixes, um, you know, everything that you can find out there. I want to make a vegan version of it. I love that. I absolutely love that. That's the that's an ideal scenario. I, I, I think that that's great, and I hope that um, more people kind of latch onto that too. Uh, so you're so you're not the only one carrying all the burden. Well, making it delicious is important, but I think it, a bigger priority in my head is making it as easy to choose a vegan option as not to. Right. Like people. People are lazy, and vegans, we can't be as lazy because we have to go a little bit out of our way a, a lot of the times, you know? So if we can get all those lazy people to choose vegan stuff <laughs> and they don't have to do any extra work, that would be perfect. You hear that, lazy people? Yeah. <laughs> get on it. I know. All you need, I've got the ready-to-bake uh, cookie dough. All you need is a spoon. You don't even need an oven. That's right. I mean, <laughs> what could possibly be in here that would uh, make you sick? There's no <laughs> eggs or anything. Uh, so how wide is your distribution? How, how far does, does everything go out? Well, right now it's just in Austin. Um, I sell to about eight different coffee shops and two locations of Hay Cupcake. And then for the cookie dough, 
right now it's just in Wheatsville, which is our local co-op. Uh-huh. I went there this morning and yesterday. Yeah, it's a great place, and they're about to have a second location, so it'll be available in both co-ops, and then I sell at Rabbit Food Grocery, which is an online vegan grocery store here, and um, and then a small market on South Congress. Uh, I have a contract with Central Market, which is a really big tra- chain here in Texas. Um, it's sort of like our local Whole Foods. There's nine locations, and um, they are just waiting for me to be able to produce as much as they're asking, which I'm in. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm in talks with the co-packer right now, so... It's a little, it's a little more complicated than I thought it would be. <laughs> okay, I got you. Pretty much everything in business has been, you know. Right, but things have been going really well. I mean, it, it sounds like there's there's a high demand for it, for your product. My biggest problem from day one has been um, getting production to keep up with demand, which everyone says is like a good problem to have. And I agree, although it's still a problem nonetheless, you know, so I still have to find a solution. But if that's my biggest problem, which it has been so far, then uh, I guess I've been pretty fortunate. Yeah, right? Uh, so how do you have like a big staff or is it really just you? <laughs> no, I don't have a big staff. Um, do you have a staff? I do have a staff. I uh, Right now it's just mainly well, I have four people, three who help with the baking and one who just does marketing and web stuff. Um, I was doing pretty much at least 90% of everything myself, and then a year and a half ago, I, I made this horrible decision to have a baby. Oh, <laughs> and, no. And that little sucker, t- he throws a monkey wrench in everything I do. Uh-huh. Well, actually, uh, I know this is a little bit off the topic, but since you mentioned it, um, do you are you raising your baby vegan? Yeah, he is. How, how old is he now? He's a little vegan powerhouse. He's a, he, a year and a half. year and a half? Mm-hmm. Cool. So has that posed any challenges yet? Not yet. He is, um, like, insanely healthy. He's never been sick or anything, so I haven't gotten any sort of hard time from doctors or, or family or anything. Um, you hear that, parents out there? <laughs> never been sick. Yeah, he's he's super healthy, and he's a really good eater. He likes everything I give to him right now. I mean, kale, tofu, whatever. He eats it. He's a little chunk. And um, he is. I'm, I'm like, I don't just feeding him vegetables. I don't know where that belly came from. Um, but as he gets as he gets older, I think it'll be more difficult just because all of his peers won't be vegan. Like we, right. there's some really great. I'm sure in Los Angeles also there's some really great vegan uh, family groups here. Um, I'm sure there are. I'm not a parent. I don't know, but uh, I'm sure there are. Well, it's it's awesome so that you can have play dates or whatever and hang out with other parents and you don't have to worry about the kids like grabbing each other's gold like goldfish crackers. Are, right. It's. They're everywhere. It, it's the bane of a vegan parent's existence. Those little stupid cheese crackers that every child under the age of five constantly is being like shoveled into their mouths, you know? Oh. <laughs> so anyway, it's great to have other vegan parents. And I have some good role models because my godkids have been vegan since conception and their parents have been great. They do things like um, the day after Halloween, they do a, a candy trade where the non-vegan friends come over and the kids trade their non-vegan candy for vegan candy uh-huh. and since my godkids are vegan they don't know they've never had a snickers bar they don't know and their non-vegan friends are like woohoo you know uh right 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 they get the lollipops and stuff like that and chico sticks yeah i i just learned about chico sticks yesterday i've never seen them but i'm gonna look um but yeah i tried one Kristen at uh, capital city um, gave me a little piece of one, and I was—I huh. couldn't believe it. I, it was so good. I didn't know they were just a Texas thing until recently. It's possible they go outside of Texas, but I, I don't know if anybody listening knows, or if you know that they're by you or anything. Let me know. Um, but they—that was incredible, and, it, and it's a huge thing for 
people like Kristen or Amelia, uh, who over at uh, Sweet Ritual, who are making these like amazing vegan desserts and can use this 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 it's like a Butterfinger bar. Uh, oh, it's so good, and and it's like old-fashioned packaging and everything. It looks like yeah, they haven't changed ever. <laughs> They've never updated, but it's like Goldberg peanut chews. Those are only that's true. And, and those are vegan, right? Yeah, but that's another accidental. Yeah. It's a Jewish company, and it's right. not, you know, and they taste like Baby Ruth, but they're vegan. They're so good. Yeah, I don't know if they have those out in California. Maybe it's on they the do. East Coast. Is it on the East Coast? I'm from the East Coast, so I, I certainly remember growing up with them. But yeah, uh, yeah there's a lot of those amazing, like, accidentally vegan foods out there. I. Uh, and even like Swedish fish, I think that's kind of like the the go-to candy for, go-to for vegan vegans. candy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, do you? So, what kind of ingredients are you using in your cookie dough? Well, um, I've always tried to be really clear in that I'm not making a health food product, and um, occasionally I have gotten some people in the vegan community saying, "Well, if you're going to make something vegan, why not make it a little healthier?" And um, you know. I, it, like sort of in my own life and my own ethics and stuff I sort of agree with that but that's not what I'm trying to do like I'm it's just cookies it's not anything else it's, right. you know um, it's uh, so there's plenty of there's plenty of fat there's plenty of sugar it's not hydrogenated so that's like the closest thing to the right. healthy aspect of it <laughs> but um, this recipe for my cookie dough along with every recipe that I use for um, my bakery I don't, kind of my rule is that I don't use any recipes that's, that are vegan. I get people to give me, like, their favorite, you know, that's something their grandmother used to make or their mom's, you know, banana bread recipe or whatever, and then I tinker with it and do some experimenting with egg replacers and stuff until I find uh, a way to make it just as good without the animal products. Mm-hmm. Um, so making, I try to make it taste as traditional as possible. That's great. Um, and I think that the only time I've seen vegan on this packaging is just on this little sticker on the side. Is that uh, true? It or is it says it else? right here too, but oh, there yeah, you go. pretty small. Yeah, I think that's uh, a solid move. I, I always like that because if somebody buys this not realizing it and then maybe notices it later and it's like, what? I, I do a lot of demos too, like in grocery stores with it, and it's great that I have, a, I have a little oven so I make little mini cookies for people to try, but I also have... Uh, little spoons and I give out just like in an ice cream store I give out scoops uh-huh. of raw dough and I you're not supposed to do that with regular cookie dough because of the eggs although from what I've heard everybody eats raw cookie dough anyway eggs are not <laughs> I did once and got very sick oh you did you're the <laughs> very uh, sick everybody else that I've talked to has been like well I'm not vegan and I eat raw cookie dough all the time it's delicious very sick <laughs> well good it's good to know that that's not just like an old wives tale so, but everybody loves raw cookie dough is what I've learned. Right, right. Yeah, and uh, I don't think that we were recording when we talked about this, but uh, Sweet Ritual, the, the ice cream parlor nearby, uses your cookie dough and, and some of their products and I think are planning to incorporate it even more than they have been, uh, which brings me to my favorite topic, and I've talked about it with everybody else here, it's just the sense of community here in Austin. Uh, everybody's helping everybody else out. Um, everybody knows everybody else. It's a small town, uh, and it seems like within the past couple of years, things have started to really boom uh, in the vegan community. Uh, so you've been here quite a long time. What was it like before, just a couple of years ago, in terms of the, the vegan community? Was it kind of disappointing? It was pretty small. Well, it seems like there's always been a decent handful of vegans who all kind of knew each other, and most of them were centered around um, healthful 
like being vegan for healthful reasons or you know or for ethical reasons but the potlucks were always like healthy and stuff like that I think one of the big things that changed it is uh, Vegans Rock Austin uh, okay tell me a little bit about that it's uh, a group slash like website slash chat room and they're just amazing um, I think this guy named Ross started it I don't even know like it's just got forums and New vegans can go there and find everything. There's forums for chatting, any questions you want answered, um, every restaurant in town, every every topic that could ever possibly come up if you you know are thinking about being vegan is addressed on there. But the thing about it is that they're they're young, they're the energy is totally different, you know? It's just like they've got a ton of energy, they want to get together all the time and they're um, <laughs> they're kind of hipsters. Um, <clears throat> and everybody is in no, you can ask the stupidest question ever, and nobody's gonna be like, "You idiot, that's not vegan." Right. Well, that's that's something that I always find disappointing <laughs> when I'm on some sort of vegan forum, or I just Google something to find out if it's vegan, and people get like in an uproar about things, and it's like, you know, it's probably more helpful if we're not being, not if we're not bashing either. people, and just saying, like, just being more helpful and saying, you know. Uh, that actually isn't vegan, and uh, it, this is what you could do to make it vegan, and, and things like that, rather than going in full attack mode. Um, we're, we are a compassionate people. There's no need to. Uh, in theory. Yeah, in theory, we are supposed to be compassionate people. So uh, it's it, enfor- it enforces it reinforces a negative stereotype about vegans when I, I feel like when people do that. Um, but I hope that, that kind of fizzles away it in time. It seems like it, it's been fading. I mean, at least locally, I might I might be in the Austin bubble or something, but um, there's not that much of a holier-than-thou vegan attitude going on. Um, but in my position, it's always been like, I don't, I don't, I feel zero sense of competition with anybody out there who's doing anything vegan. Uh-huh. Like, I want them to succeed, and I want me to succeed, <laughs> and I think there's a place for all of us, sure. you know? Are there any companies that are doing anything like super similar to what you're doing? There is one company and um, they actually, it's funny you ask that because they just became available in Austin, gosh, a month ago, like really recently. It's a company based um, on the West Coast called Eat Pastry. And okay. yeah, and they, I don't know how many years they've been along. It took me a very long time to get, like I started on the cookie dough about five years ago and it took me a really long time to get it all together. Um, and in the meantime, they, came, they started, which they had no idea what I was doing here. Sure, yeah. yeah. and I've actually tried their product, and it's really good, and their packaging is really cute. Like, I want them to succeed, too, and I've, um, I just talked to somebody who knows them, and I can't remember who, but uh, she said that they're, it's a couple that runs it, and that they're really awesome, and um, so I think there's room for more than one vegan cookie dough. And Yeah, of course, and it definitely seems like the community here in Austin uh, definitely supports the, the locals uh, more than the, the yeah, people coming we in. That, we have that advantage, and maybe in California they have that advantage if I were to ever expand out there, sure. but, but I want them to succeed too. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, the more the merrier. That's right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm always excited to listen to other vegan podcasts and things like that, and just to see new ones popping up, because the more ways that we can get either the word out or for people to kind of learn about different things about veganism, the, the better. Uh, the, making it normal yeah yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah that's actually funny that you say that like the word the word normal because uh, it was actually a few weeks ago uh, I was at work where I'm the only vegan and my boss sees me drinking some green juice and 
uh, she was asking me like where I got it, and she's like, "Oh, is, so is that a vegan place or is it normal?" And I <laughs> and I was like, "That makes it sound like there's, it's some sort of disability, you know, to to be a vegan place. You know, it's, it's put, puts a real negative spin on it just by saying that. I know she didn't mean it in any harm, but it's like if we can." Get, help people understand that this is also normal yeah you know I've, well I've got and similarly I've got two little stepsons and they over the past few years now they automatically call cow's milk cow's milk they used, you know they used to yeah. like most people say is that soy milk or regular milk yeah and I always say just like dairy milk you know oh I, I yeah. say cow's milk because I think they should know yeah. that it came from a cow you know and so if they say is that you know vegan cheese I say no it's cow's cheese you know, uh -huh. if they're eating cow's cheese, so... Yeah, if you're going to put a qualifier in front of vegan foods, you may as well put it in front of all of them. Yeah, exactly. You shouldn't have to... I mean, it's just like... It's just like deferring to the male version of things when you're speaking, um, you know, about people in general. Then right. why should you defer to the non-vegan uh, way of saying things? So sometimes I, I say, I'm going to have some ice cream. And they say, vegan ice cream? And I'm like, of course. What other kind of ice cream is there? Right. You know? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's just food. That's yeah. just it. It's not vegan food. It's just food. Uh, yeah, I've been staying. Well, I've been in Austin. I've been staying. Uh, and other people who have listened to other episodes in Austin know this. Uh, with a family who they are not vegan. It's you know, my friend and her husband and their two children, um, one year old and seven years old. And the seven year old, we were making s'mores last night with the sweet and Sarah uh, marshmallows. And um, she sees them and she's like, oh, are these vegan? And I was like, oh, seven year old knows what vegan is. That's so great. Like she isn't vegan and, and, and knows maybe what it means. I'm sure she doesn't know exactly everything that it means, but uh, she's aware of the word. And when I was seven, I had never heard that word before. Uh, it really is. So it's always inspiring to like hear people say things like that. Or I was in Whole Foods and uh, a kid and his mom walked by and I just heard him say like, they have almond cheese. And it was like, he's so excited for <laughs> nut cheese. This is great. Uh, it, yeah, I know. It's <laughs> you gotta maintain your immature sense of humor. I'm living with, uh, I'm raising three little boys, so you know. Sure. The term nut cheese gets a lot of giggles around my house. Oh, perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's it's always cool when little kids get excited about uh, vegan foods, and maybe they know what it means, maybe they don't. But that's what's so great about what you were just talking about, like the sort of resurgence of. Uh, vegan communityism or whatever in uh -huh. Austin. There's events like, you know, the vegetarian chili cook-off, but there's also, you know, Sweet Ritual had a build your own Sunday event. And there's um, uh, there was a pizza party that Vegans Rock Austin hosted. There's something, this is not for children, but it's called uh, Vegan Drinks that are all over uh -huh. the country. And we have all over the world. Uh, all over the yeah. world, yeah. I spoke with um, the guy who runs uh, the London one. Uh, he's Fat Gay Vegan. Uh, that's oh, his yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, he's amazing. Sean, he's fantastic. So I was in London and I spoke with him. Um, yeah. But yeah, Vegan Drinks is such a... We have a group here called Red Hot Vegans who are who organize the vegan drinks. But there's just all these events that I can... I mean, my stepkids are Omni, you know, when they're when they're with us, they're vegetarian. Um, and then my, my actual son is vegan. <laughs> so... Um, they've sort of had to learn as my son has gotten to be less of a baby and can eat food from the table and stuff you know if they're having something that's not vegan they'll stop each other they're like no wait don't give them that that's cow's cheese oh that's great so it's bringing the awareness and then I can bring them to events like um, you know the build your own Sunday event at Sweet Ritual and it's just it's just fun it's not about being political it's not about feeling guilty about what you're eating or 
you know, politicizing yeah. your sandwich, you yeah. know? <laughs> well, their options are laid out for them. They know what it's like to have food that's vegan, and, you know, should there come a time when they're ready to make a decision if they're going to keep on staying Omni or maybe try being vegan for a while, that's they're, a they're prepared. <laughs> it's a totally different subject, but, you know, it's good, it's good for children to be knowledgeable about all the different options out there. Yeah. Because uh, when I was growing up, I didn't know, I mean, I'd heard of vegetarians, like, I don't, I don't know when exactly, but um, anytime anything on TV was, you know, anytime like tofu was portrayed on TV, it was always talked about negatively it's or like it was a like, weird uh, thing. Yeah. The, the, when I put, when I make things with tofu, I don't even tell people the T word. It like, it's like kryptonite to omnivores. Like, and it's so frustrating that that is still right. Well, words like tofu, seitan, and tempeh, I, I mean. They don't sound like friendly common words. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't know what the, if there's a solution to that. Maybe just people need to wise up a little bit more. I feel like, I feel like tofu has the most stigma attached to it. Oh, certainly. Well, I mean, with a product called seitan, you know, you get a lot of <laughs> no, people... that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it does, but it definitely, you know... It raises an ear and an eyebrow, and it's like, yeah. what did you just say? Whereas pork belly sounds just so delicious yeah. from the start. <laughs> we don't. That's a subject. We don't. Uh, the, the, like, <laughs> I, uh, her cheeks and tongues. I don't know. <laughs> delicious. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Do whatever you want. You know that there's the option. Um, <laughs> there's that. But there's a. I used. To, I did demos for a while for a, a local company called White Mountain Foods. Okay. And they make. Um, like they make vegetarian fajitas and salads, like tofu salad. It's supposed to, it's called no egg salad right, right, and right. dips and stuff. And when I would I would be in a supermarket, and I would be demoing it. And so you say, would you like to try the to- hot tofu dip? And people would just be like, you know, taking aback. Like I was offering them, uh-huh. you know, some feces or something. You know, <laughs> they'd be so. I mean, like not everybody, but at least half the people. And so I started calling it um, high protein, low carb dip. And oh I, yeah! I just didn't use the T word. They and, they and you know sometimes they'd be like, "What is this made from?" And then I'd have to tell them. But high yeah. protein and low carb. Yeah. Need you say more? I know that that appealed to, to all of these people, but yeah, I don't know. Well, that's really cool. It's all marketing, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so normally I'd like I would want to snack on on something with you, but. Uh, did you just have ice cream? <laughs> I did just have ice cream, and I and I know that this is an unopened gigantic package that uh, <laughs> that I, I wouldn't want to um, I don't know make go bad by opening it and, and oh, taking oh, some out. For you. Oh, I'm I'm hopping on a plane in a few hours, so I, I'm not seeing them anymore, oh, okay. unfortunately, oh, right. well, on this on this trip. We we're still friends, but uh, yeah, on this trip. Uh, oh, so I, I do want you to take it back with you, so it doesn't go to waste, because uh, I certainly won't be able to do anything with it. Uh, on this a plane is the in a couple thing hours. For, uh, for non-vegan kids, that's how I went over my stepkids the first time I met them. We we baked cookies the first time. Next time I'm in town, I'm gonna go to Wheatsville though, and I'll pick up like nine containers. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Wheatsville is so cool. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's um, great. It's a great resource. I, I feel like co-ops like that don't really exist in Los Angeles that I know of. I just never see any like that. I know that there are co-ops. There's Rainbow in San Francisco, which is fairly similar. Yeah, but in Los Angeles, I just haven't really seen or heard of any, but at least none near me. Bummer. But, uh, yeah, all right. You know, it is what (laughs) it is. We have plenty of Trader Joe's. We don't have those yet. Soon. Yeah, I heard soon that there's one opening, uh, actually close to the Whole Foods. Yeah, there's, it's craziness happening in Austin right now. Two new Whole Foods and Trader Joe's all in the same year. It's wow. just a boom. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, do you, you, they don't sell this at Whole Foods, do they? 
Uh, no, I've chosen to go, like basically when you start a business like this, you can either go the Whole Foods route or go the every place but Whole Foods route. Oh, uh, okay. I don't, I'm, I'm not saying I have something against Whole Foods. I met with them and they're um, actually, they were really great to me and made me an offer and I just decided to go in a different direction for now. It will be available at Whole Foods eventually, but I'm okay. focusing on a different a different route. A different trajectory. Right now, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, uh, when I was, uh, when the... The guys over at uh, Food for Lovers were telling me about how their business got started and how the people from Whole Foods tried it at like Bolden Creek, which is an awesome place, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and and they just wanted to sell them their stories. It's like that's like a fairy. That's like a weird fairy tale, you know. Well, it's weird being here in the birthplace of. Sure. Foods. Yeah. Like I know I know John Mackey. I've been to his house. Like he and I are friends. He's he's eaten a lot of my products. Although now he's Engine Two, and so okay. I, I like to give him a hard time because he doesn't he doesn't eat anything that I would. Make any and I just learned engine t- about engine two because started here too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't think that it's as popular um, in, in a lot of other places, but that's no processed foods, no no oil, no oil. sugar. Yeah, the, which um, actually at Whole Foods, I, they do it here at Whole Foods, and they might start doing it other places. I've heard they do immersion programs for their mainly for their employees, where they pay their employees a normal wage to do an engine two immersion, where they go for I, I don't I can't remember how long, like a few like four to six days I think and they you know it's like a boot camp for eating in that way and totally unprocessed totally um, you know and when I've gone to John Mackey's house and he's prepared food for me like it's uh, delicious I mean he's he doesn't do it personally. Like he's got people okay. to do it, and if I could have people to do it, maybe. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> you think, how do you saute without oil? But they they do it. It's delicious. Yeah, I guess it could always be one of those things where it's like you do an engine two week, maybe, yeah, and just like, like, like try cleanse. to yeah try to just like balance exactly just a little bit of a cleanse. I'm sure that that's probably a, a safe idea. Uh, I'm next time I come to town, I'm gonna try to talk to the people, the engine two folks. But uh, I'm gonna try. I, I haven't uh, spoken to anybody from there. But uh, do you know how like that all started? I don't really know much about it. Well, Rip Eslin is a firefighter at the engine two firehouse in Austin, and he's. I heard about him probably like eight or ten years ago. I heard there was this vegan firefighter somewhere who. Um, he worked in a firehouse, and the fire chief of the firehouse had a heart attack, and so um, the whole firehouse decided to eat in a way that would be healthy for the fire chief, and so they started going vegan, and then this one guy who worked there, Rip, he just went, you know, instead of just being satisfied with being vegan, he started getting healthier and healthier, and now he's like the poster child for like healthy vegan eating and, um, and fitness, you know, he's, he's very buff, and I don't know his exact age, he's got to be, I guess, in his 50s, but... Very, he looks very good. (laughs) Yeah, he's a good-looking guy. He's very fit. He goes around. He does speeches. He um, he writes books. uh, The Engine Two Diet. Sure. Yeah, I saw them selling that at Whole Foods. Yeah, and now like a Counterculture, which is a restaurant. Yes, I I, the Soul Food place, right? Yeah, and they actually have stuff labeled on their menu E2 if it's suitable for Engine Two uh, diet. That's really kind of like gluten-free, kind of like vegan. You know. Right. Oh, that's really really cool. Yeah, I wonder if that's going to spread more and more. Whole Foods is banking on it. I mean, you can buy all of the books about Engine 2 eating at Whole Foods, not just here, but like other Whole Foods I've been to um, in other cities and stuff. So Yeah, I'll have to keep an eye on that. Uh, I, I, I'm just learning now about the whole Engine 2 thing. I mean, it's certainly it's a lot bigger here than it is in a lot of other places. So Yeah, it's well, def- John Mackey is super into it, and he's all about having it in his stores and like promoting it through like cooking classes and paying employees to do immersions and crazy stuff like that, you know? 
That's amazing. I know it it's, is amazing. It's great. I, you know, for you know business owners to to really endorse healthy lifestyles and uh, treating their employees in such a way that it's like encouraging them to to just be healthy, just be good and healthy, and maybe uh, maybe they'll have children and raise them on engine two and they'll they will never get sick like uh <laughs> like your vegan baby uh which let's cross our fingers at that, that <laughs> he might be, i mean geez the kid eats like you know he's eaten out of the litter box before i don't know how he's never gotten sick like <laughs> i'm not saying i'm like, perfect parenting here <laughs> I don't maybe, maybe it's just in his in his uh genetics he's that, a hearty little hearty little sucker <laughs> well that's really cool yeah. so um it looks like you've got an amazing business that's just, it seems like it's got a great future ahead of it. And I, I do hope that I eventually see these out in California. Uh, I think you will. You think I will? Yeah. All right, you'll have to let me know when, when that actually happens. So right now it's just in, is it in? It's just local right now. Just in Austin. Uh, but yeah, everybody should probably just keep an eye out in the, in the yeah, next few well, it'll years. Yeah, definitely maybe. be in Central Market, which is a chain throughout Texas uh-huh. um, by early next year, January. And Texas is a pretty big state, it's so big. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's not like you're in Delaware and it's like in a statewide place. You're no, in, you're in a big all over one. Texas is kind of a. It's, that's a big deal and like we were saying before Texas is not known for this type of thing so uh, the more that the word can get out about uh, delicious vegan baked goods and things like that the better Um, because it's a it's a it's a pretty special uh, ingredient (laughs) you know that that, that can go into a lot of stuff you've got a you have fun packaging too I love the colors thank you Um, but yeah uh, is so how can people find out and keep up Of course, I have a website. Um, it's celeste-best.com because I believe celestebest.com without the dash is owned by a gluten-free baking company. Really? Just <laughs> frustrating. Oh, but not vegan, I'm sure. No, right. it was owned by a shoe company when I first started, and I sent them a letter saying, "Please, if you ever go out of business, let me buy it." And then they didn't, and then a gluten-free company started, and I was like, "Dang!" Because <laughs> everyone's gonna think that's me. That's funny. It seems like the two of you should have things on your website it's just being if you're looking this is the vegan one if you're looking for the gluten-free one go here if maybe you're I gluten-free should... and you're vegan like the vegan one go here maybe i should start a uh, a conversation with them but i'm sure if you just google celeste best vegan right yeah or right vegan cookies austin anything like that like i'm i have i have a little bit of a presence okay <laughs> all right and uh yeah so everybody should just keep keep posted on your website and are you on like facebook and twitter and all that kind of oh, stuff yes. All right, so on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Celeste's Best. So you got that one on Twitter. Yeah, I, be- I beat those gluten-free bastards. I know. <laughs> hey, we're all friends here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> we are compassionate people. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Didn't try to sell me my website. <laughs> that is true. That would have been. Uh, yeah, so everybody, look out for more information about Celeste's Best. Uh, and the, the next time I'm back in town, I'm buying I'm buying the store out. Okay. Uh, but thank you so much for meeting up with me, and, and this has been awesome. Is there anything that you want to tell the the listeners before we? Uh, before we finish up oh uh, thanks for asking no but thanks for uh, interviewing me and I hope you have safe travels oh thank you so much very nice meeting you too and thank you everybody for listening this has been Vegan Snack Attack see ya